going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the LWE Podcast. This is LWE Lee Collins, and I am excited to have another great interview here for you folks that enjoy listening to these. Um, young lady who I've gotten a chance to know uh, the last couple of years, someone who uh, in some form or fashion you've probably seen her, especially on a Friday night at a football game. She's very visible down there with all the great cheerleaders that we have here at Avenue High School. She's also very active in the pageant world, but we're going to talk about all that stuff. I'm here with my friend, Abby. How are you doing, Abby Light? I'm good. Everything's going well? Yes. Senior year? Mm-hmm. How was senior year? I always ask that question this time because now it's downhill. Yes. Because you keep like, I'm ready to graduate, graduate, and then it goes to, I don't want to graduate. Yes. I have just, you felt that like at all? Yes, I have. It was... I know the one moment where I truly felt, I was like, dang, I'm really about to graduate. It was the first, or it was the day before we started. And yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. this is it. Like, this is it. Like, yeah. I'm never going to, because I'm not going to go to college. I'm just going to do cosmetology. Sure. So I'm never going to be like in school ever again. Yeah. And so it just really hit me. I was like, dang, I'm a senior. And like, especially like, you know, it's kind of surreal. Like I know, you know, when football season ends, Every year, it's always tough for, for the players, for the cheerleaders, for yeah. fans. I have my withdrawals. <laughs> but especially, like, the last year, it's like mm-hmm. you, you try to remember your very last. What what was the last time I posed for a Snapchat yes. photo with that person? Or when was the last time I walked down the steps? Or mm-hmm. the last sign, mm-hmm. even. What was the last sign that you did for cheerleaders? Do you remember right off? Was it for the Great Collegiate game? Yes. Yeah. It was. That's crazy. It was. That was was so sad. I just, like, and see, I was, at the time, I was Miss Newberry teen. Yeah. And so I had the Christmas tree lighting in Newberry, and I had to go from Newberry to Fairfield Central, and I had missed the first quarter. Yeah. And I just remember walking down the steps, and I saw that we had just scored after a great collegiate scored, and I was Mm. like, thank God. Yeah. It was a crazy game. It was really packed. Mm -hmm. Not the most easiest place to get into yeah i don't know how how much trouble you had getting in there we had i just remember pulling up and i was like what is this yeah it was not it was not organized very well um but we're gonna talk about all kind of good stuff here um i want to talk let's talk about the cheerleading stuff first because um you know you always see all the girls. I love about abbeville and some of the other schools they do the kitty cheer camps Mm -hmm. and stuff now did you was there a kitty cheer camp that got you interested in cheering? Did you always think you were going to be a cheerleader? How was that process? Honestly, there? if it wasn't for um, the cheer coach at WMS, Katie Hallcook, if yeah. it wasn't for her, then I probably would have never cheered. Yeah, Katie was very enthusiastic. Yes. Yeah, she, she's a good recruiter. She is a very good recruiter. She could recruit anybody to do anything. I just remember I played soccer and rec lead. I played t-ball. I played softball. I really liked softball, even though I played it for one year. Yeah. I'd always thought maybe I'll do it in high school, and then yeah. I got to middle school, and I was like, maybe I should try something else. And then yeah, it's always changing. It. You never know, like day to day, what things are going to be. Yeah. But at least you're active, though. Mm-hmm. So I imagine staying that active once you finally got into a routine of having something. So you cheered at right middle, mm-hmm. and everything, and that's usually how many? How many did y'all have cheering during that time? Was it a pretty big group, or I think we had sixteen girls. Okay, I'm pretty sure. And then most of us went on into high school and just kept doing it. And then yeah. some of us quit and then came back and then just kind of like flip-flopped around. Never, never, never know dull moments with girls, no. right? I mean, you got to have issues and stuff like that. So what are some of the things that 
I mean, now, obviously, looking back now from the cheer perspective, like, what are some of the biggest things that you're going to miss going forward? Because I imagine it's a lot, a lot of people don't realize there's a lot of things that y'all do behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things y'all do even before the game. So it's, it's probably aggravating at the time, but is is that included with stuff that you'll miss too? Yeah, mostly. I'll just honestly, even though like some of us don't like doing before game duties Mm. and as a senior, we, mostly did those so that like after the game we were just ready to go and we yeah, could leave. Yeah. and so hanging up the signs probably one of them because like you would during like throughout the week we would have certain people that would make signs mm-hmm. and I remember this year I made the one for senior night yeah the football player one and the cheerleader one and I just remember going to hang it up and I was like it's my last sign <laughs> like do you want to hang it up he's yeah. like I'm just gonna walk around with this mm-hmm. and- like hold on to well, it. I have stuff. my senior banner in my car right now. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yes. Oh, wow. I gotta go get the other one from the field, but I, I have know. One. And I guess they'll probably do senior banners maybe uptown again. I guess I don't. Oh, I, I don't know. So. That was. I thought that was a real cool thing. You know, talk about the pandemic and things, and we'll talk about that a little bit too. But that was one cool thing that came out. I thought mm-hmm. was having the banners for yes. for like all the schools in the county and stuff. I thought that was really cool. And they um, just like continued to keep doing it last year too yeah so i think that's a new you know you're always welcome new traditions to do things and uh and to have that um so obviously with the cheer stuff i know like back in the day when i was in school galaxy far far away (laughs) you know there were the pep rallies and stuff and then there was um there's a lot of things like going to the elementary schools Mm -hmm. what about some of those things Do those things really kind of stand out to you yes so we Actually, we stopped doing pep rallies after my sophomore year because of COVID. That's my soapbox. I know. That was probably one of the saddest things that I think could have ever happened during our cheerleading career. It was because, I mean, you just like each week we'd have one for every home game. Yeah. And so we would spend that week preparing everything Mm -hmm. and making sure like everybody got involved and we had games. Yeah. And we had a cool dance for us to do. And then it was like. As soon as COVID hit, our junior year came and we couldn't do them anymore. Yeah. We had one this year for homecoming and it was outside. Yeah. And it just, it was The outside ones are hard. They are. Because I think sometimes you're hoping that you can have a little bit of a Friday night atmosphere, but it's just not the same. Mm -mm. And I used to always love going to class. You're in first period for like 20 minutes, but the rest of first period was the pep rally for that Friday. That was the way it was when I was Mm -hmm. in school. And it was the best. And then when you got the homecoming pep rally, it was like it was, it was like an yeah. hour and fifteen minutes, and like all the teachers would be mad because. <laughs> but, I mean, we had. I mean, if I I could sit here and tell you stories on stories on the things that we did back then, and you would probably be like, <laughs> "Are you serious?" Um, but again, but it's a lot of work because you organ. Like you said, you have to do the dances yes. and stuff, and and you have all those things that are going on and stuff like that. But. Um, what was a typical kind of like game day for you guys? I know because I know the road trips yes. can be a little bit tough too because mm-hmm. depending on where you're going, riding and on those yes, bus, those bus rides on. are not necessarily glorious. No, they're not. <laughs> Especially God, with a bunch of girls. That... I have so many stories from this year. <laughs> Especially since we started competition this year and we were having to take a bus to Columbia and Dutch yeah. Fork. And I swear, this one bus, I cannot remember which one it is, yeah. but the AC on it. It would like, like the condensation and all the yeah. water. So when 
whoever the bus driver is would slam on brakes, all, all the, the water, water would fall. Oh, so you'd like getting a waterfall out there. <laughs> yes. Jeez Louise. I just remember I was laying on the back seat, and I was just laying there trying to take a nap on the way home, and then I just felt all this water, like, crash Come onto out. me, and I was like, oh Jeez Louise. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, the, the travel is, I mean, it's a lot because, you it know, is. And, and and I imagine there are some pretty pretty funny stories that come from it. I mean, I coach softball, so I can only imagine. I mean, ride on a bus with thirty girls back in the day when I was yes. coaching softball. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, you hear arguments and you hear gossip and you hear drama and you hear all these things. But it's like, can I just like yep. close my eyes and be, is that you? Is like, can I just like, can everybody just be quiet for like? It's like I have I have this one friend. That I had this video of her, and I'm, like, holding a speaker in the back, yeah. and they're, like, playing a song, and, like, I aim it down at her, and she's like this with her, she's chill. her like, um, what's, her hoodie on, yeah. and then her earbuds, and she's just like this, laying oh, on the floor. Uh, yeah. I mean, that would be the thing, it's just, just having a little bit of time, because you're just go, 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 especially yes. Fridays on the game days are long. Mm-hmm. Very From start long. to finish. Gosh, we would leave at... Three fifteen in the afternoon and not get home till close to twelve. Yeah. Now, what so, was the for this particular group of cheerleaders? Because a couple of them you've been with for a couple of years mm-hmm. now. What was what? What were your top three restaurants? Because I know Zaxby's is Zaxby's, always number one or number Chick-fil-A. two. Yeah. And then probably, I'm not sure. We never really ate anywhere else. Yeah, that's pretty Zaxby's much it. Zaxby's and Chick Fil A because they were the fastest. Yeah, to get them and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um. Obviously, being able to cheer, and then you've had the opportunity to also cheer with your sister. Mm-hmm. So, how many years have you cheered with with Langley officially now? This, count this is year? the second year. I'm so it's sure. two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how's that been? It's been. I'm actually the one that got her into it. Honestly, really. It just, so she wasn't as into it. She was so into volleyball after playing it. Um, for rec that she was like, yeah. I want to do it in middle school, and I was like, just try cheerleading, just see if you like it. And so she tried it, and then, like, she just kind of fell in love with it. Like and that. she ate it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. So has that been cool to have that experience with her, especially, obviously, with, you know, her being younger, and you kind of, like, do you do you feel that uh, protectiveness as big sister, too? Yes, definitely. A little bit. Going along with, like, playing sports with Langley, when we play soccer. Yes, now, I've see- seen y'all out there on the soccer field. <laughs> y'all are intense. <laughs> I, I can only imagine what a fight between y'all is because I've seen y'all on the soccer field and y'all y'all don't take no junk off nobody. No, I, I watched her nail someone this weekend because I couldn't oh, really? play, so I was on the sideline and I watched her completely nail someone. But going back to the protectiveness, if I see somebody like yeah. hit her, I'm like, who is it? <laughs> Please tell me who it is. <laughs> and she's like laying on the ground. She's like, Abby, be quiet. I'm yeah. Like, who? Yeah. Well, I mean, again, because it's like it's the tough love. You give each other tough love, but it's like, oh, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm tough love than somebody else if they mess with you and or the, anything. The funny thing is that throughout the whole season, like, we would, like, Jameson had us as, like, in the same stunt group. Not a very good idea, but she's actually the one that gave me the concussion. <laughs> so. Another thing you can share together forever. Yes. So. so we were in the same stunt group, and, like, I mean, we would, like, bicker back and forth because, like, we're sisters, so, like, We'd always do that, and then she always told me, she's like, I'm not going to miss you when you leave. I'm not going to miss you when you leave. And then as soon as senior night came, it was just yeah. like she like actually showed her emotions, and I was yeah. like. Yeah, because it is kind of surreal. It's like going back, talking about the people who, like, the first year, I, I cannot wait to graduate. Like, it's mm-hmm. October. I cannot wait to graduate. And then I always tell, like, the kids that come through the church and stuff with the youth, I tell them, I said, look, 
be careful what you wish for because once you get the spring, like, I mean, here we are, we're already at the end of February Mm -hmm. and it goes downhill. So you just, you don't want to what, yeah, you're excited, but you don't want to wish time away. And I know like with athletes and stuff too, especially because once you get into your schedule and your season, like it goes goes. in soccer, because y'all will play like two games mostly a week or one game a week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mostly every Thursday. Yeah. So, I mean, it just, once you, you start a schedule yeah. and it's like, next thing you know, you're done. I just remember, because last year was the first year that Abbeville actually had a full women's soccer season. Right. And so, me and Langley played last year, and I just remember, like, our first ever practice. And yeah. then when our last game came, I was like, dang. Yeah. This is the last it's one. pretty fast. So, would you, did you, did you have a preference of cheering with her as more fun or playing soccer with her more fun? Honestly, I like them both. Cause because, like, see, I, I would think soccer would be more fun because, like you said, if somebody hits you, you can go yeah. and get somebody back. Mm-hmm. Cheerleading, if you argue, really if you argue and cheerleading, and everybody's going to see it. Yeah, or something goes down, that. and then, like, mama's going to come out of the stands and like, stop it, stop yeah, it. Yeah, you know, Anna personally, she'll be out there. <laughs> and come out there, and she's going to stop it and everything. Um, yes. So, going back to kind of finishing up some thoughts about the cheer stuff, too, you know, a lot of people think, you know, I think one of the things that has been – good for for the group is you've had a lot of the younger girls come up earlier mm-hmm. so the group has gotten sort of bigger yes. at times too do you, do you kind of see that over yeah. the years for our especially with our competition team that we started this year yeah we we'll talk about that too girls that were in seventh grade up until a senior so mm-hmm. like we had girls from all ages yeah and so I really felt like it was a very good thing that we actually did that because it's going to get girls that are wanting to cheer in high school that extra footing to where they can actually like when they become a freshman they can go and try out Mm -hmm. and they'll know the coaches and they'll know how they coach yeah so I just felt like and it was such a like great bonding experience because I met girls that I'd like never even met before that I had never because y'all had girls from Dixie we had girls from Dixie too too. yeah so it was kind of a county-wide kind of thing Mm -hmm. um and how many did y'all have for that? Y'all had a pretty good sized group, didn't you? I want to say we had, we had over twenty. I'm pretty. I was gonna say I remember seeing one of the first pictures, and it was we a had lot. A lot. It was yes. a lot. So, what was the what was the biggest thing from? The, I know you only have one year to kind of speak to it, but what was the biggest difference there from? Because I know competition wise, there's a lot of differences the there. Yes. You know, there's precision and the mm-hmm. synchronization yes. and all of those things that come into it. So. Who did you kind of feel yourself having to be a leader? Did you did, who was a leader? How did that all kind of come back? Because when you do like, something for the first time, yeah. you, nobody really knows you what, don't to know what you're doing. So. so, well, really, your job as a senior cheerleader is to be a leader. So, yeah. like, you're expected. Mm-hmm. So, like, all of us just stepping in and not really knowing what we're doing, we still had that leadership aspect from being on the sideline team. Yeah. Since all of our seniors are basically captains. Right. So we still had that leadership yeah. that we just kind of brought over, even though we did have competition captains. Yeah. But the seniors kind of like filled in and helped also. Yeah. So that's cool, and obviously it's a good thing to have that now mm-hmm. because now that's something like you said that's something else. Yeah. Um, because I do know that there are girls that do the competition cheering, but not necessarily the sideline yes. cheering. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes there's a one path or yeah. the other, there's and then there's something to do both. Mm-hmm. But I imagine the both is, Both is So the practices, I imagine y'all got some late days. We had, I remember we had practice. We would have practice Monday through Friday. Sometimes we would have practice before a game. Wow. And so we'd have practice on Mondays from like 
3.15 to 5.30, yeah. 5.15. And then during the summertime was the worst. Yeah. Because we would have practice from 9.30 up until, I want to say, like 11. And then yeah. we'd have, like, a 30-minute break. And then we would have competition practice mm-hmm. from, it was, like, 12 up until, like, 4.30 or, like, 2.30. Yeah. It was the it would be the longest days and then Mondays during the school year were our were basically our longest days yeah. because we'd have practice from three fifteen to five and then we'd have tumbling mm-hmm. at um all in on seventy two from six to eight. Yeah. So we'd be we'd literally be cheering all day. So somebody's listening to this and they're a young girl, they're thinking, Do I really wanna go do that? And I would what would you say to that if somebody's like, Oh man, mm-hmm. that sounds like that's that's a it's lot. A lot yeah. But I mean, anything in life, if you want to get something good out of it and mm-hmm. a good reward, I mean, the work part is. I know, like, I go outside and I cut like two acres of grass. Yeah. I feel rewarded by seeing the grass cut. Now mm-hmm. it takes me two hours to do it, but I'm like, boom! I would imagine going through that process, yes. even though at the time it's like long at the days, time it's like hard. Gosh. Did you see that kind of change, um, especially like doing the competition and the regular cheer stuff? How did that mm-hmm. with this group of cheerleaders? Did that? How did that help you guys out? Season. It really helped us come together more as a team. Because you were talking honestly. about the bonding, right? Yeah. So, like, I just remember all of us being at practice, like, oh, I want to go home. And then we get to tumble and we're like, I don't want to do this anymore. But then, yeah. like, it was all so worth it when you would walk onto the mat. And yeah. then you would hit every single stunt. You would hit every single category. And then you yeah. would walk off happy. Yeah. Because you were like, it's so worth it. Just, like, that feeling that you get. It's, like, the same thing. Is if you win a game. Right. It's like that feeling that you get like, oh, you we did, did it. Because right. you know how many times it, uh, either there was a fall or a mm-hmm. misstep or oh, we got to do this again. Because I know Jameson now, she don't play around. She don't. <laughs> she'll, she'll work you now. Yeah. She, she, she'll get after it. Um, but you got to need that, though. Yeah. You Especially do, if you're doing for something sure. for the first year. Yes. With the competition because that is, it just seems like to me there's a lot more uh discipline needed mm-hmm. with that because there's so much more things involved. I agree. I feel like if you as a team in order to be a very well put together team, you mm-hmm. need to have a coach that has discipline. Right. And someone that's going to push you to your full extent. Yeah. And that's going to make you a better person and a better athlete. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that Jameson could do that for us. Yeah. And um just, you know, she's been there. She's done that. Mm-hmm. She knows what it's all about. I know you have Miss Minnick who helped out mm-hmm. the last couple of years, too, yes. and stuff. And so they've been there. They know, kind of give you that push and everything. Um, I want to go back and talk about, because I always like to get perspectives from, from when the pandemic started, because we're almost at the two-year point from when the pandemic mm-hmm. started. Yeah. It's crazy. So oh my gosh. take me back to February 2020 and kind of thinking about ago. things at the time for you because you're coming out of coming out of winter and stuff like that. Was there going to be like, was there going to be girls soccer then too? There was. Or was it still co-ed at the time? There was, but it was when they first started. And I just remember I had so much on my plate at that point yeah. that I was like, I just don't think I can do it. So me and Langley decided not to do it that year, Yeah, which that was the year that they played three games and then had stopped. So I just remember this was also – during the time when I won my first title, Miss Chesney Teen. Mm-hmm. And I still remember the day before we, like, just didn't come back. And I had a appearance at Lone Cane where I was reading a book. And oh, wow. And I remember 
that day I came to my first class and I was like, I have to leave early. And she was like, okay. Mm -hmm. So she was like, just in case we get shut down, I need you all to write your emails down. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. So I wrote my email down and then it was time for me to leave. And that was the last time I was ever in that class. Oh, wow. And then I never like realized that until like a few months later, I was like, that's really the last Mm. time I was ever in that class. That's crazy. Cause I know I remember that at the time, cause I think I was at a baseball game. Abbeville was playing BHP, mm-hmm. and the rumors had been started, yeah. and the talking was like, are we really going to do this? Are we really going to, like, legit shut down mm-hmm. for two weeks? And Because at the time, it was two weeks, you know? Yeah. And because um, I remember I was there at the baseball game, and we just kind of – we won a great baseball game, and that team was really going to be a good team. Yeah. Softball team really had a good chance that year. And then <clears throat> went to the Rough House, ate a hot dog for supper. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that was the last time I was gonna sit inside the rough house. It, but but it was just so surreal because it was like I don't know what to do. Yeah. And then obviously the homeschool. Oh gosh, that was terrible. That was a pain. And I'm like the type of person where I just I can't teach something like to yeah. myself. Like I have to have somebody like to bounce off of. Yeah, like kind of like coaching me along the way, like yeah. telling me this is what you need to look over and like. Everything, because my mind just does not process it that way. Yeah. That was probably the hardest thing I think I've ever done. When did you, because I know as it, as it went through the rest of the year, did it ever really truly set in for that last few months there? Not really. It was just kind of like. I was just kind of at are, home. What are we I doing? was like, when are we going back? Because <laughs> I just. What are we doing? Back. I was like looking at all my classwork and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Yeah. It was so bad. Um, and that was at the time where I still had four classes. Yeah. So I had so much So work. you had a lot going on. Yes. Um, and then obviously going forward, going into the summer, still didn't really know what the fall was going to be. Didn't know yeah. if it was going to be in person, if it was going to be at home, chilling, yes. football, all those questions came up. So how was, how was that process? Because I'll always look back at that 2020 as, as long and as frustrating as it was, but just the reward of that season, that mm-hmm. particularly that football yes. season. So when you guys were getting ready leading up to that, how was it from a cheerleading perspective? I've talked to football players about yes. it. But. From a cheerleading perspective, it was – so we had our tryouts virtual. Mm-hmm. And that was – I just remember me trying out, and I was like, dang, this is my junior year. <laughs> like, <laughs> my gosh, I have one more year after this. Yeah. And, I just remember me and Langley were having to make our video in the backyard. Oh, man. It was on Zoom. Yeah. Like, we had three judges, like, on How weird Zoom. was that? It was so odd. Like, to sit there and, like, okay, watch me flip. <laughs> watch me flip, you know? It was, like, like, me and Langley projecting to my phone, like, sitting on the ground. And yeah. all you could see was, like, Jameson and, like, three other people. Yeah. It was crazy. But we had, we had like, our whole team, but we had A and B practices. Mm. So, like... These girls would go at this time on this day, and then these girls would go at this time on this day, and then we have, like, these girls in the gym, these girls in the auditorium, and mm-hmm. then, like, other girls in, like, the hallways and everything. It was – I never – we never truly practiced together as a team mm-hmm. until probably closer to the school year. Yeah. And we started practice in June. Yeah. So how long – so so y'all were actually doing in-person to start of that season, mm-hmm. kind of going into it and stuff. And then the season gets going, and it's a short season. Yeah. It's a later season. Mm-hmm. So I imagine even after going through being in the cheer stuff before and getting used to a set schedule, now it's like, 
Yeah. Dang, we're not even doing anything after Labor Day. It's I like, know. this is really weird right now. Homecoming was the craziest thing ever because all this would have been, that would have been my fifth year of cheerleading. So all like four years before that or four seasons before that, yeah. my birthday always falled on either right middle spirit week or AHS's homecoming. Yeah. And then we get to my birthday last year and I'm like, Nothing's going on. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I just remember looking at the schedule and I was like, yes, I yeah. got nothing. Yeah, so it was crazy because it was, you know, you, you, know, you had the mass thing and you had uh, the distancing thing. But, you know, at some point it was it got to the point where it was like, we're just going to do this. Yeah. Even even then, and it was still it was still very... A lot more questions and mm-hmm. stuff. There wasn't the vaccines and all these crazy stuff. Not getting all that, but I'm saying it was a lot of unknown still. Yeah. But it's like, you know, by the time we got the upper state championships, like, look, come on. Yeah. Like it's legit. This is upper state championship. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody cared at that point. They were yeah. like, let's just go. Mm-hmm. And th- tell me about that atmosphere that night because the start of the year, the way it was, to be yeah. how it was, and all these places. How, what were some of the memories you had from that night? Especially, I'm going to get the state championship too, but yeah. the upper state championship specifically. Definitely, I feel like going into the upper state championship when we were playing Greg Cleach and I was like, okay, let's see. Because I just remember the previous year and I was like, we've got to do it this year. Yeah. We have to come back. Like this can be our like revenge year. Like we have to come back. Because those senior guys, they were pretty dedicated during yeah. off season and stuff during that time mm-hmm. to come. And then you guys too is like – yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I know. I just remember the previous year, me and my one of my best friends, Allie, mm-hmm. we had always dreamed about being on varsity and getting a pendant. Because, like, you yeah. always think about it. You're on varsity. We're going to win state. You're There's some girls that have got two or three during their whole time. <laughs> so, it's like, it's kind of, you. you like, like you said, you need one. you're expecting it to happen. Mm-hmm. You know you got a good chance. Um, but I imagine, I just, I, I wish I wish we could do the state championship games at the home stadiums. I know you can't now, but the upstate championship at home, man, it's just there's nothing like yeah, that crowd, especially from the pre part. Because mm-hmm. I know y'all love the the pre part when they're walking yes. down. That is the one <laughs> thing that I will miss so much. Just, just doing the woos and yes. all that stuff, and just like standing there with all of your best friends and everything. Just like I just remember the game. I think it was the Salute game that was before the Great Collegiate game yep. this past season. And I was like, this could be my last time doing this. Yeah. This is my last time doing Because that was the last home game, yeah. But it had to feel good to go out. At least it the did. last one was a win, and it was against somebody like them. I know. Which I we owed them anyway. <laughs> we owed them a true. W. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just – I can only imagine from that perspective mm-hmm. um, of, you know, by the time you get – you know, it's a long week – longer week because you're trying to sit there and get through everything yes. make sure you remember what you've done everything you're supposed to do but it's just a release it, is. it just feels like once once the the pre-game stuff starts mm-hmm. it's like a release and then it's like as soon as abbeville starts scoring those touchdowns you're like <laughs> okay <laughs> it's it. pretty cool it's pretty cool and then yes. the state championship game mm-hmm. um, that was being there again with my sister that was such that was a real cool deal experience yeah it was because it was my first state game. It was her first state game. So, like, yeah. I just remember. And we had left. And the one sad thing is that I never got to experience where we all came home from the game and, like, went oh, around the square. The, around the square. I oh, never yeah. got to experience that. Because when we left, we left straight from Columbia to go to Florida for Disney World for Christmas. Oh, and wow. we never got to experience that. So, it's very sad. Well, I remember, too, because that even during that game, 
the COVID cases has kind of spiked mm-hmm. during that time too, even the game. So there was people there that probably had it or <laughs> were about to get it in some form of fashion, but it didn't. Like I said, it's not people that care. Yeah. like, this state championship. Yeah. You know, it's, it's Abbeville. It's Abbeville. This is what we're going to do. <laughs> so, yeah, having that is, I mean, obviously that's one of the biggest, bigger memories you'll take away. Just that whole experience. Mm-hmm. And on top of the fact of what you had to deal yes. with to get to that point. It, it was honestly having to go through all of that and then finally getting that pin that you're like, yeah. it's worth it. And you picture in the, in the hallways mm-hmm. now. Yes, I know. You know, that's a really surreal that feeling, is. isn't it? Because <laughs> you look at all of those state championship pictures and you never see any of the cheerleaders except like a very long time ago. Yeah. And then it was like when they asked us like to be in it this year, I was like, really? are you serious? Yeah. Like, that is so cool. That is really cool. Um, it, it is it's humbling. Uh, it is. I know with us being in there with softball and stuff, I still – I walked by and I was like, that's very surreal to be mm-hmm. a part of that experience. And so anybody who can go through it at least one time, yeah, it's like, oh, man, it's worth it all. Yeah. So I want to kind of twist and, and turn a little bit here toward another part of your life mm-hmm. that is, is very important. Obviously, it's the pageant life that you're doing. So now yes. kind, of, kind of the same form. Do you remember your first pageant? Do you remember when you got plugged into that world mm-hmm. for the first time? Well, tell me a little bit about that. So I do remember my first ever pageant was the Miss Long King primary pageant, I think. Okay. I think that was like my first one ever, but I was never really like into them at that point. Yeah. I was just kind of like, let's do it. My mom was like, yay, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then I don't think I truly would have ever gotten into pageants mm-hmm. without... Um, Miss Sherry Smith, because yeah. she, I just remember my freshman year, they were like, we've got three girls, we need one more. I was like. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of, the numbers have kind of dipped gone, a little bit yeah, over the years. It used to be like, there was like 10 or 12 girls mm-hmm. every class, and now it's yeah. different now. There was three this year in my, cl- in my grade, mm-hmm. so, but it was like, I just remember I filled out all of my paperwork, I found a dress, and then I'm pretty sure I paid my fee within the first period of mm. that day I just was like I guess I'm doing it guess I'm doing it and then I just remember after that one even though like I didn't I got first runner up so like I didn't technically win but it was like still like a, oh yeah. my gosh I did that, you did that yeah. like I was so insanely <clears throat> proud of myself because mm. I'd never really done anything like that yeah. I've never talked on stage I've never walked on stage so it was just like I was like, oh my gosh, I like actually did that. And then that's when I started doing prelims. Mm-hmm. And then I went to, I think the first one I ever did was Miss Spartanburg team. Okay. And I didn't place anything there, but I was like, I did one of the hardest prelims in the mm-hmm. Miss South Carolina system. So, and then I went to Chesney team and then I got that one and I was like, okay, this is, this is real now. This is real now. Yeah. Yep. Then I had to prepare myself. And then COVID hit, so yeah. when COVID hit, Miss America... So when was Miss Chesney team? When, when you actually was, won to the, when the COVID stopped? It was February 15th. So it was like right there. It was right there. Golly. And I think we So you didn't really have time to do anything. I had, I had one, and then Miss South Carolina does this thing in mm. Columbia, which is like the first weekend in March, where you go and you pick your number for the state pageant, and then you book, like, if you want mm-hmm. to do, like, hair and makeup, where you find people to get a dress. 
And so we had all went to that, and then the next weekend was mm-hmm. when it all hit. Yeah. And then it kept going, and then it was it's supposed to be in the last week in June. Yeah. And so then they were like, okay, well, we're not going to do it in June. We're going to do it in August. Mm-hmm. Or no, July. So they pushed it back a month to the last week in mm-hmm. July. And then Miss America was just like, we're canceling. So I had to wait a whole year wow. with that title. And some girl, a girl that I know is giving up her title this weekend. Mm-hmm. So we all had them for two years. Really? Yes. And it was like, but you couldn't do anything with it. That was the sad yeah. thing about it is that you had this title that you've wanted for so long. Because there's a lot of things as far as like the appearances, the charity stuff, yes. all those things that come up. It's not just, okay, I take my pictures and I'm mm-hmm. done. You kind of like, there's so it's like literally like an unpaid job. It really is. That's, <laughs> that's literally what the title of Miss South Carolina is, is a job. Yeah. Like so that one year so, you were, you were doing things. They tell you where to be and you, you're there. Right. Like they tell you, they might tell you like one day that you have to go to Arkansas and the next day you have to go to Oklahoma. Yeah. It's like, but you have to be there. And I would imagine too, you doing that. Obviously, you're you're doing that as you said, like with friends, mm-hmm. kind of like with the Chilean thing. So, yeah. is there any kind of difference in the bonding that goes on from the pageant life and the cheer life? Is there what kind of what kind of stands out during those times? Because I imagine there's a lot of girls who are super nervous. Yes. A lot of girls are trying to wonder if they're gonna get out of their shell mm-hmm. or not to be able to do that. And I imagine the nerves are pretty yeah. intense the day of. Yes, I just remember the first. The first day that I walked in after I dropped off all of my, like, dresses and all of my, like, cases of stuff mm-hmm. and everything, I just remember walking into that room and all of the eyes were on me. And I was just like, "Yeah, what is this? What is this? It's like a microscope. <laughs> no, I just walked in and then, like, <clears throat> so many heads turned around because, like, they're all, like, so nervous that they're just like, who's yeah. all in here? Because it's, like, pageants. I love pageants, but they, there's so much more to mm-hmm. them than just walking on a stage yeah. and just speaking. Like, it is so much. You go into so much training, into so much death, because if you are wanting to win that title, you have to do everything in your power to make sure that you you're... You have to be a total package. Yes. Yeah. You have to make sure that you're doing whatever you can to top the girl that's basically standing next to you. Yeah. And it's like, it. Feel, I feel like it puts a lot of pressure on people. Mm-hmm. And it has even... During that whole week, and then even during the Miss Abbeville High School pageant, mm-hmm. I just remember, like, the few days before, I was like, Mom, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. It was putting so much stress on me. But then the stress and the mm-hmm. nervousness and all of the nerves, everything is so worth it after. Yeah. Because it's like, like, all of this just, like... And I imagine even if, even if you don't, like, necessarily, like, place or... I mean, yeah. it's just... It's a big accomplishment to go through all it that, is. and for a lot, I'm, I remember I've known some girls who've done it, and it's just that was their whole intention. I just want to do it so I can, so I know I did that. Yeah. I proved to myself I can do that. Do you get a kind of feeling mm-hmm. with a lot of girls that like that? That was when I did Miss South Carolina Teen because I was like, yeah, having to prepare for that was already so hard, and I was like, I just wanted to go for the experience. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to be able to go and meet all of these people. I've met girls that I was literally talking to today. Yeah. Like, they have became some of my best friends. Cool. And some of them are Because it is back. kind of a community. It is. It really is. Well, especially when you look around the entire state, because mm-hmm. at least I know now, I'm not as familiar with it as probably some, but I know, like, 
every county's different. There's different districts. There's all these different yeah. things that play into it. So you get it, you lot. end up you have a lot of people that come through this. Thirty six girls. Wow. Competing as a teen. And yeah. I think there was probably like thirty for Miss. But yeah. There's some that, and see, there's there's some that you'll meet that like they'll immediately go up to go up to you and like talk to you as yeah. soon as you see them, and then there's some that'll just kind of like stray away and won't really speak to anybody. Yeah. But I'm glad that I found the ones that will come up to, and speak mm-hmm. to you and introduce yourself. I've met, and see, like, when I won Newberry Team, the girl that crowned me was one of the girls that I met mm-hmm. that had, like, became a friend towards me. Yeah. And I just, all of my appearances that I've gone to, to go to all of the other, like, local prelims and stuff, I've mm-hmm. went and watched my friends compete. Yeah. So I just love still supporting them. Because you're also learning, too. I mm-hmm. mean, listening, learning, watching, seeing. Oh, yes. Because I think, I mean, things are always changing. Yes. Um, Especially this year, since now... As being Miss Abbeville, I'm competing for a whole nother title than I was last summer. Because mm-hmm. now I'm a Miss. Yeah. So I do a lot of different stuff now. So talk to me a little bit about that because that just, um, that was kind of just recently when all that came down and stuff like that. So now you will officially be a part of Miss South Carolina, is that yes. correct? I'm officially a part of Miss South Carolina. How does that feel saying that? <laughs> Crazy. I just remember, I remember the day it happened because... I was always said, I'm going to go and compete as a teen again. I'm not going to compete as a miss. Yeah. Honestly, competing as a miss kind of intimidated me a little bit. Because, I mean, walking in there as an 18-year-old, you're like the youngest girl. Right. And it's like, they're just going to like look at you and they're going to be like, she's going to carve her up. Yes. (laughs) It was like, okay, so in November, I won my new title of Miss Newberry Teen. Mm -hmm. And the reason I went there is because Abbeville doesn't hold local prelim titles anymore and so I went there and I competed and then I ended up getting the title and I just remembered that's also there's a certain amount of like bigger prelims that are for South Mm -hmm. Carolina that always have the girls that are going to be trained very well and like they're going to be able to speak nicely and they're going to they're really going to know like what they're doing and so I was like okay yay I'm a part of one of these Mm -hmm. and so then I got the call on, I think it was New Year's Day. Yeah. Mom, I was sitting right next to my mom, and I already knew what it was about. Oh, yeah. I had, I kept having this feeling because Miss America had pushed back their age limits from, because mm-hmm. at first it was 13 to 17 for teen and 18 to 24 for Miss. Mm-hmm. But it said that they had pushed it to 18. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I can, I can compete one more time. Yeah. I'm going to do it this time. So I went and filled out all of my paperwork. I'd like put my age on there and everything. And then it was like, they called and they said, she's too old. And I was like, what do you mean I'm too old? (laughs) Apparently the paper said that you can't turn 19 before December 31st of the year of the state competition. And I will be turning 19. Fine print. But it was like, we had had so many people explain it to us. Yeah. And they were like, no, she can compete. She can compete. And then I was Uh, like, yeah. And I can't. I know. And then it was like, I was devastated. I was like. Yeah, I imagine. What am I like? Especially after going through the whole not being able to be active and doing other things. Mm -hmm. Like this would have been my first one where I could have gone to. I had like 30 appearances. I had like a whole sheet of like dates of where I had to be, when I had to be there. And then it was like, it just all kind of like got taken away. So like I thought in that moment that. 
maybe this is not the organization for me mm-hmm. and maybe God is trying to pull me in a different direction. Yeah. Because as some may know, with pageants, there's a lot of different organizations mm-hmm. and like, because there's Miss America, there's Miss USA, there's, I don't know any really the other ones, but there's a bunch. Yeah, but I mean, it's, like, it's grown a lot from yeah, what it used to be. There's yeah. so many. And so I was like, okay, well maybe I meant to go to this one. So we looked into doing the Miss USA organization and then Miss America called and they were like, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to give you a title. Tell us a town and we'll talk to the city about it. And then you just like tell us in a week what you're going to do. Yeah. And I was like, I don't uh, know if I'm going to do it, mom. It's like, uh. They're like, we're giving you a missed title. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do it, mom. Yeah. I don't know if I can do it. Well, what, then, what, put, what put you over top to do it? What was the final? I kind of just thought to myself, I was like, let's just do it. Because yeah. again, like I'm not expecting myself to be the top two standing up there like I just wanted to experience well, don't it. sell yourself short yeah. I mean you're gonna you're gonna go compete I mean that it is a competition still yeah. I mean it is there's a lot because there's there's a lot that goes into that pageant there for is. sure and a lot Definitely. of things that are a lot of parts to the whole deal that's going on so mm-hmm. but yeah it's just like taking a breath and like yeah just really actually because it's a big commitment it. it is I decided the day that they were going to call back, yeah, a week from then, I decided, and I said, I'm going to do it. And my mom was like, you're going to do it? And I was like, yes, I'm going to do it. So they talked to the mayor and everything, yeah. and they got me a crown. I'm still waiting on my sash. Yeah, no I have pressure. A crown. <laughs> <laughs> I have my plaque. I got uh, a proclamation. So yeah. like, I'm officially the new Miss Abbeville. I'm the first one of this decade. Yeah. There That's hasn't cool. been one since. I think I found. It's been a hot minute. Yeah, it was like the nineties. Yes, long time. I like found. I think the closest thing I got to was finding it on YouTube. Because I remember they used to have the um the Miss AHS pageant usually would run right to Miss mm-hmm. Abbeville. Yeah. Because my sister in law was part of that. She won that back in the day, back in the eighties, back in the day, back in the day. Um, but yeah, it was just it. They used to run. It would run into that because all of it would like lead towards Spring Festival yeah. too. Cause they used to have a, they used to do Miss Spring yeah, Festival stuff too. So, um, so when when is the actual competition going to be taking place? The last week in June. Last week in and June. The, it's like okay. So the teen finals will be on that Friday, and then the Miss finals will be on that Saturday. And the mm. Miss finals are telecasted, so it'll be on the news. Yeah. So you'll be. I'll be on TV. No pressure. No pressure. So how long will you have to be down? Where now? Where's it going to be held at? Is it's it in be, Columbia. So where? How long will you have to go down? There? You have to go down there for like a whole week or so. Yes, I went down there last summer. I was there for. I got there that Sunday. No, that Saturday night, and then I didn't leave till that next Sunday. Yeah. So I was there for over a week. Yeah. And it was probably one of the most. I was so tired that whole week. Yeah. But. And then again, I met all of those amazing people, and I've I still have so many memories, and I have so many friends from there. Mm-hmm. But waking up after only sleeping for four hours, and yeah. then having to sleep and not sleep, but sit in an auditorium for eleven hours, yeah, was like the most draining thing. But then again, you're there with yeah. all of those girls. So what do you do during all the waiting? What's what's the key to surviving? Okay, so this is do what you we have did. a method of madness there. We all kind of just like found things to do, really. Mm-hmm. So when we were all working on rehearsals and everything, 
everybody brought like a blow up mattress or like those little things that you run with. Yeah. And then like they're like the couches. Yeah, yeah. So they would always we would bring those and then some of us would take naps or some of us would like go and make TikToks or like <laughs> go and watch Netflix. There's gotta be a TikTok video yeah. involved somewhere. <laughs> There's always time for a TikTok video. At least that's what I've been told. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I've ever done one, but I've heard mm-hmm. through the grapevine. Um, but, I mean, yeah, imagine that's a long, I mean, 11 hours, like, jeez Louise. I just remember we'd be there from 7 to 11. Yeah. It was the longest thing ever. I remember one time we had a three-hour break. Yeah. And I just sat on my blow-up mattress in the hallway and was trying to take a nap because I was so tired. Yeah. Now, do you, will you have to do anything before going down to Columbia ahead of time? Is there anything you have to turn in or like as far as stuff like that? I imagine there's a lot of paperwork. There is. There's so much paperwork. We have a resume and then we have a social impact initiative essay that I have to write. Joy. I know. I cannot write a paper to save my (laughs) life. (laughs) I try my hardest and I'm like, Mom, please look at this. Yeah. But I just really have to turn in paperwork, and then we just have to find the place we're going to stay, yeah. get all of my dresses, all of my clothes, shoes, everything. Money, money, money. I know. Good thing I have a bunch saved up from There you go. From pageants. So, when you, obviously when you deal with the pageant stuff, and especially when you get to this level, obviously there's a lot of other, we talked about the commitments, the responsibilities, doing this mm-hmm. thing, community-wise. What are some of the charitable stuff that you're involved with and connected with that you'll be kind of yes, so, kind of working with along the way? So being Miss Abbeville, I am having my initial or my impact essay. Yeah. My social initiative. I can't even speak. That's okay. It's about juvenile diabetes awareness, which okay. with my younger sister who is for Georgia Grace, she was recently diagnosed with juvenile diabetes. Mm. And if they wouldn't have brought her to the ER, then they wouldn't have known and she could have possibly not made it to the next morning. Wow. And so that's what, as Miss Abby, I really want to be able to advocate and spread awareness for mm. those families that might not know. You can do that. Yes, like the symptoms and everything. Because if we mm. wouldn't have caught that, the symptoms that they thought were just like normal symptoms mm. of a three-year-old, like they didn't truly think anything about it. Yeah. So that's what I want to do mainly as Miss Abbeville and then also advocate for the families that are not able to afford the insulin. Right. And that is one thing because my parents didn't realize how much insulin was. And when she got diabetes, all the doctor gave them was like a coupon. Like, really? Wow. And so they were like, what are we like, what are we supposed to do with this? Yeah. And that's one thing I don't understand is that I feel like no parent should have to sit there and worry if they're going to yeah. be able to like provide for their child, especially with that. Yeah. Cause that is one thing like that. That's what keeps them alive mm-hmm. basically. Sustains them and, and everything that's going on. That's good. That's really good. Um, because there's so many things out there, obviously mm-hmm. there's a lot of things, a lot of areas, um, but that's one that's probably not necessarily as well known about no, not by a lot all. of people at all. I, I haven't really heard a lot about it either. So that's interesting yeah. that you talk about that. Um, <clears throat> and talking about like with your family and stuff, obviously, you know, I know your mom has gone through so much with her medical mm-hmm. history and stuff. Your mom's a big hero yes. for you, but I imagine your mom's a big, bigger hero to you mm-hmm. and stuff. What is, what is the relationship with mom been like? going through all these experiences, not only with stuff you and Langley and, and, and now your other sister are going through, but just being able to help her too on the yeah. side. My mom has definitely been one of the biggest 
people that have really impacted me in my life. And so it was like, I just remember the day that she told me that she thought that she had cancer. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of sat there and I was like, hold on, what? Yeah. She was like, I think I, I think I have cancer. And then she went to the doctor when we got back to Abbeville. And I just remember her coming home and she like, it was really just like yeah. a super sad moment. Because my mom has always been that person that like, mm -hmm. she'll give you the shirt off her back. Like she'll do yeah. anything for you. And then having to see her in that condition and not she's not being able to walk as much and then mm -hmm. having to sit there and take those treatments and have radiation and then like I remember I went to one of her one of her last chemo treatments with mm -hmm. her and I just remember sit her like just sitting there and she was you could tell yeah. it she was trying out. so hard to fight through it yeah it was just so hard looking at someone and like someone that means that much to you yeah just seeing them go through all of that and you couldn't really do anything about it because especially with chemo too it's mm -hmm. you know it's hard to portray strength sometimes even with even dealing with chemo because it is just a taxing taxing experience mm -hmm. especially if you go through it i know some people have gone through it multiple times yeah. and stuff and, and dealing with it and stuff um, but obviously an encouragement to you guys to see her yeah. fight because I know she fights, she fights for herself, but I know she fights because mm -hmm. she wants to, I remember, um, I was at one of the soccer games last year and there was somebody there that was filming yeah. for her <laughs> That's doing, aunt. doing the commentary and stuff yeah. like that. And that was pretty funny. Um, and all that, cause, cause she was commenting, yeah. watching on the video and like, and then she's like, Oh no, Abby, don't do that. Don't do that. You, I think you nailed somebody. You went up and nailed somebody. And he's like, so she's good. She's good. She's, so she's like trying to talk to your mom, mm -hmm. but then she's like talking about what's going on. I thought that was really fun. Um, but yeah, she's a fighter. She's a she's a proven she fighter, and um, glad that she gets to be able to now see you mm -hmm. kind of do this other new thing too, and and everything. Um, real quick here, we got about eight or nine minutes left in here. You talked about doing cosmetology now. Yes. How long has that been? Is that kind of something that's been recent on your mind and wanting to do, or have you kind of leaned toward that for a while now? I've kind of yeah, I've kind of leaned toward it for a while. My yeah. mother actually did cosmetology when we used to live in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And when she met David, she kind of quit because yeah. they were going to move down here. And it's yeah. very, as someone who is in school for cosmetology, it is very hard to be able to transfer your hours into another school, especially in another state. Yeah. And so she just kind of left it all there. And yeah. we all came down here and she just never really picked it back up. Yeah. But it is one thing that I think I will truly enjoy mm -hmm. being my job because I wouldn't want to, Go and do something that I never really liked. Yeah. And then just kind of like. And, and I would imagine too, even regardless of what happens with the pageant stuff going mm -hmm. forward with all the experiences that come with that. I mean, that's, a, that's another thing on the side too. I mean, you yeah. offer that service, you could offer that service to mm -hmm. somebody else and, and help with the girls that, that are going to be the coming up yeah. doing that down the road and stuff. So that's got to be something to look forward to too. It is. Cause you get to share that insight Mm -hmm. Everything you take in is that experience, right? So mm -hmm. you can pass that along yeah. and stuff. Is that something? Is that something that really excites you when you think about it what does. you pass on, what like the next group of girls that come up behind you and stuff? Because mm -hmm. I mean, you've done it. You've had it in cheer. You have it in yeah. pageants, and then going forward with that, I imagine. Yeah, I'm just. I have only. I will be taking my skateboard soon. Yeah, and I have basically everything picked out that I want to do in life, mm. especially with cosmetology. I'm hoping to one day own my own salon and yeah. own business. I definitely 
want to in the next year start doing like pageant hair and makeup mm. and then prom hair and makeup anything that really has to do with that yeah because i think it would be so much fun yeah i've always loved it ever since i was little yeah i just remember like really deciding that i really wanted to do cosmetology it was mm. probably like my freshman year yeah because they offered it and then it's free yeah so like you're getting a free cosmetology license so that's pretty good. It's pretty nice. <laughs> I don't have to go to like Paul Mitchell or anything and then take Now, have you lines. already envisioned what your salon, like the layout? Do you have any thoughts about that? I know like there's all, you already have enough things to think about, but mm-hmm. do you kind of think about that, you know? Cause... Yeah, I do think about that a lot. I would love something colorful. It yeah. would be fun. I just want, basically, I just want people, I want to be able to like make someone stay better. Yeah. yeah, and I think even too like because I mean I know like your mom is an awesome photographer, mm-hmm. but she's documented so much of the stuff that yes. she's been able to accomplish, and then being able to, I wouldn't look at that as being a prideful or anything, but it's just to encourage. Like, look, mm-hmm. you can do that. You yeah. know, there's a little girl sitting there. It's like, when did you do that? You know, they see those pictures. They mm-hmm. see questions like, okay, how do I do that and stuff. So I imagine that would be really, really cool to inspire yeah. that way too. My mom is such a huge. She loves to encourage people. Yeah. And I just remember today, I was, like, trying to look up something in my text messages, and I just, like, found all of the text messages where she would be like, you got it, you can do it, you can do it, you own this, you can do this. Yeah. She's a very, I wouldn't be where I am without her. Yeah. Especially with pageants. Yeah. Well, it sounds like to me you've got so much to look forward to. It's like, yeah, your your, your senior year's coming to an end, but, man, your year's just now really yeah. getting going with everything that you got coming up mm-hmm. and stuff. So probably in, in the long run, you're thinking about the the whole, probably good that you're not trying to worry with where you're going to school. Because <laughs> like, where would you find the time exactly. to fill out application, mm-hmm. scholarship, just that, so all these things. I just kind of, yeah. I just, I just remember I was like, I'm not, I guess I'm not going to go to college. And it was yeah. a very, not technically sad thing to realize that I would never, that all my friends would go to college and I would yeah. never be able to like go and like experience that with them. But at the time, I was just kind of thinking, I was like, I don't need to. Well, and that's we've I've, we've had that conversation with Malda. She's fixing to go into ninth grade and stuff. So just trying to thinking of things. Yeah. I said, just keep everything open because at the end of the day, I know a lot of people that have gone and wasted six years of yeah. school and got a lot of debt and they don't have no job that relates mm-hmm. to anything of the paper that they got at the end of the time at the end of the day. So find find the avenues that's best fit. And I think the trade career route and oh, yeah. there more people should do that. Mm-hmm. Because I think not not just from a financial point, but just from the mentality yes. of it, from the access, you can still Go get mm-hmm. you a regular job. Mm-hmm. You can do all these other things too. So it's not yeah. as constrictive as it's not. And especially if it's something that you love, like yeah. I do, I'm going to be hopefully within the next three years, be working either yeah. in my own salon or yeah. in a salon. Or you're on the way. Be, yep. You, you've you already gotten those steps established and you're not waiting for somebody to say, oh um, yeah. And then mm-hmm. you can, I say, I don't know what the technical term is, but you could be an apprentice for somebody. Yep. You could, the the word for intern you could mm-hmm. you could work that experience along the way and obviously there's great places around here mm-hmm. greenwood stuff it's like, like that most people are most people that are my age in the next three years they're still going to be in college yeah or they're going to be out paying their student loans and then i'm going to be debt free not having to yeah. pay any student loans doing yeah. something that i love right 
excited. That's awesome. Well, I can tell you that you have <clears> – <throat> I've been very impressed by by just the way you've talked about everything today because it's, it's obviously the stuff that you really have a passion for. It's things that you have soaked up, you know, every experience that you've had, no matter whether it was cheering or uh, the pageants or just like you said, you know, dealing with stuff at home with your mom, sister, all those things. Um, if you if there was someone who's listening to this, could be young or old, uh, anybody what would be some some encouragement you would give them? Because obviously everything that you've talked about, is it starts with a decision. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go do something. Yeah. So how important is that that you would leave behind for some of these younger kids that are coming along behind you now? Definitely don't try to cut yourself short. Just yeah. kind of like if you feel like you should do it, just go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. Don't procrastinate, even though I do sometimes. I do procrastinate. But just don't think about it long enough because yeah. – I find myself sitting there thinking, and I'm like, can I do this? And then, like, I'll end up talking myself out of it. Just if you really want to do it, then just go ahead and do it. Yeah, and go full I force. Because I would not be where I am today without just, if I would have just stopped and take a breath and been like, you can do it. <laughs> yeah. Or talking to my mom. Yeah, and getting that push. Just like, <laughs> yep. just take a step, take a it step. All, it literally all starts with the push. Yeah. That's all you have to do. All you have to do is step out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And I think there's a lot, I mean, guys and girls, there's different things where there's a lot of insecurities, mm-hmm. obviously. And and again, you know, when you think, even like with cheer and pageants, there's this, sometimes this, this stigma of, well, I'm not good looking enough, yeah. or I can't do a cartwheel, or I can't, I'm not good with makeup. And they come up with all these answers that mm-hmm. they think are the right answers, but really there's so much more. Like you said, yeah. there's a lot more that goes to that. There's a lot more. It's... The character of people mm-hmm. really shows. You see, a, I imagine there's a, probably a lot of people that you find out, you you really see their character really quick. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like. One thing about pageants is that there's so many people that I feel like think that it's going to be based off of how you look. Mm-hmm. But it's truly not based off of how you look or what kind of dress you wear. Yeah. It's honestly how you carry yourself. Right. And it's how confidence. you should. Yes, confidence. Mm-hmm. And see, the thing about confidence is that nobody knows if it's fake. Right. You can fake it till you make it. Like, <laughs> that's, right. that's all you got to do. Right. And yeah. so I just, I feel like the way it's, I just feel like personally, pageants are not based off of your yeah. looks. It is the way you carry yourself and in your dress. It's the way you carry yourself on stage. Yeah. It's the way you carry yourself, how you speak. Yeah. Like, basically, when I'm in a pageant, all I want to do is just tell the judges what I'm passionate yeah. about and let them see, like, who I truly am yeah. instead of just prancing around on stage. Yeah. Well, I think that's the perfect answer, and it's the perfect encouragement for somebody who's listening who may be on the fence and, and may be looking to make a decision toward pageants, cheering, whatever it may be. So, man, thank you so much. This has been fun. Yes. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed this. It. I mean, I know, me and you have talked along the way. We never really had a face-to-face conversation yeah. before as long as this, but, man, you're awesome. <laughs> And I, I, I'm going to be pulling for you and cheering for you. And I know you're going to have a lot of support for you here coming up mm-hmm. in these next few months. But uh, congratulations. Thank you so much. For everything that you've been a part of. And thank you for saying yes to this and coming mm-hmm. and, and sharing a little bit. I think there's some good stuff that can help some folks out there mm-hmm. for sure. So um, Thank you for having me. I've yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, you're welcome. You can find Abby. She's on everything. She's on Facebook. <laughs> She's on Instagram. Um, Miss Abbeville. She won Miss AHS. Mm-hmm. Going to be competing here this summer. So if you're out there and listening, make sure you help. Give us your support. 
and she would appreciate it, I'm sure, going forward. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. Hope everyone has enjoyed this podcast, and obviously you can uh, pass along, share it along the way, and uh, I'm sure a lot of folks will be interested in, in hearing Abby's story and uh, sharing the good things from it. And uh, we'll look forward to doing some more interviews uh, down the road in the next few weeks. Hope everybody stays safe, and God bless.